Welcome to No More Mondays, the podcast that helps you navigate career challenges through the wisdom of professionals who have been at the same crossroads. I'm your host, Angie Callen, and I welcome you to join me each week as I chat with leaders, entrepreneurs, and employees who are here to share practical, tactical advice and some inspiration on how they arrived at career satisfaction. From job searching and career changes to going out on your own, we're breaking down barriers and providing actionable takeaways to help you take charge of your Mondays and ditch the Sunday blues. Welcome to the No More Mondays movement. Heads up, everyone. We do want to let you know that there is a brief mention of sexual assault in this episode, so please just be aware if that's a sensitive subject for you. If you or someone you know needs resources relating to sexual assault, please contact the National Sexual Assault Hotline for confidential 24-7 support at 1-800-656-HOPE. You can also find them online at RAIN.org. That's R-A-I-N-N dot org. Hello and welcome to No More Mondays. We're already having a good time on the pre-record of this episode, so we're going to have some fun today. I'm your host, Angie Callen, and I'm going to ask you, have you ever thought about how your relationships impact your career? Or the reverse, how your career impacts your relationship? Meet Kim Coffin. She and I are going to dig into this unexpectedly intertwined intersection today as we cover a new topic for No More Mondays, love and relationships and your career. Kim is a love and relationship coach focused on empowering people and couples to reconnect to their bodies and their sexuality, to improve relationships, jobs, businesses, your health, and your overall life. She's here to help you overcome and reclaim your power, reconnect to your body, and get your sexy back. Coming to us all the way from exotic Ottawa, Canada, let's welcome to the show, Kim Coffin. Kim, welcome to No More Mondays. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for introducing me. That's awesome. I, I, you you know, I staggered there because I'm technically in Waterloo, Ontario, which is six hours away from Ottawa. (laughs) Well, for us in the States, you know, people are like, it's basically Ottawa. It's Toronto. We're closer (laughs) to Toronto. (laughs) It's on that side of the border. It's cold. It snows a lot. And you use Z instead of Z. Yeah. You know what? I watch Sesame Street. I use Z as well. All right. Perfect. We're going to get along great. And I will throw out a little warning for all of you who may be listening with youngsters in earshot. If you haven't guessed it, we may be talking about sex on today's episode. And since that isn't something you often find on a career and business focused podcast, I figured I'd just throw out the obvious warning. As Kim and I dig in, and I've got I've got so many different like questions and directions that we could take this conversation, but I want to just start with giving everybody out there some context about you. So tell us about you, Kim. Yeah, and I almost want to like preview that and it's all connected, like sexuality, body, business, relationships, like all of it is so, so connected. So a little bit more about me. Mm, I am a mom to three teenagers and uh, really adults. We got 16, 18 and 21. I've been married for 22 years. I am an empowerment sexuality coach, sex, love and relationship coach. What else? Oh my gosh. Female sexuality coach, tantric sex coach, all of these amazing, amazing things. And I really specialize like in empowerment and confidence and relationship as well as business. I've been an entrepreneur for over 25 years. So I bring a ton of various business experience as well into all of this work. And 
You tell me, what else do you want to know? All right, well, we're going to go all over the place. And I think you said you said a magic word in all of that, which is the confidence piece. Mm-hmm. I come across that a lot on the kind of the career and business side of everybody's life where they're like, I'm just not confident. I don't know where I fit. I don't know. And I think that that does spread into kind of your overall well-being and your overall health and um, and how each area that make up our overall person are impacted by various things like confidence and where a lack thereof may stem. And I love the I love the business name. Get your sexy back. Obviously, I will be singing Justin Timberlake for the rest of the day. Uh, <laughs> and I I want everybody to know a little bit more about your story because I was stalking you on before online before we uh, we started recording and reading some of your backstory. And uh, the the groundwork to this business seems like it started many years before you officially started it. And I want to hear more about the personal experience that led you into this work. Oh, yes. Like looking back, everything has led into this work. Like my entire life has led into this work. And it's it's so cool to actually reflect and see it. Of course, at the time, it didn't feel so good. Um, different things happening. So basically what really I can mark and, and stem is like going forward for what has created this career for me was that at 14, I was woken up in the middle of the night being sexually assaulted by my stepfather. And that was a life altering moment. That was a night that I never went back to sleep. That is a night I'll never forget what I was wearing. I've never worn PJ dress to bed again. Like there's so much happened in one night. And the harder part was the next morning. I actually had stayed up all night and I decided to confront my, uh, tell my mother. And I knew she would confront him and handle it. And she believed me right away. But within a couple hours, uh, she didn't. And she decided to believe him. And that was what was the start of me stuffing down, pushing down, disconnecting from my body, disconnecting from my sexuality, disconnecting from my truth of who I am, of what I do, of speaking my truth. So I see this in a lot of people, a lot of humans, a lot of my clients and and everyone else. When we have these life-altering moments, whether it's the class laughing at you in grade three because you're reading out loud or sexually assaulted or you're shamed in some different way, it really changes the way that we show up. It changes the way that we show up and be seen. It changes our confidence. It changes how we feel about ourselves. It changes in so many ways. So fast forward to my 20s and 30s, basically, I was stuffing all of this down, putting all of this away, still seeing my mother and stepfather. I have having babies. They were seeing them like they were very much a part of our lives. And I didn't feel like I had a choice. I really didn't feel like I had a choice. I used to think somebody would say to me, because my friends knew, and they'd say, you know, confront your mom. And I was like, you don't know my mom. Like, there's no way. And that's your family, right? That is your family. That is your support. We're all wired to need safety, love, and belonging. And that, like, attacks all of those. Just like that. So... This all compounded into my 20s, my 30s, in me being stressed out, burnt out, numb, disconnected, in a cycle of like overgiving, people pleasing, doubting, feeling like I didn't fit in, and always saying, Yes, 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 I'm the perfect mom, I'm the perfect wife, I'm the perfect daughter, whatever you need, I'll do it. 
And it really ended up like killing me inside. It was burning me out. I wasn't happy. And it shows up for many people in then depression and anxiety and pain and back pain and all of these different things, all from not speaking our truth, all from not showing up and being exactly who we are. So, and that left me actually in another spiral of doubt, wondering why everybody else seemed to be able to show up and do the things that they're doing, which I see now they're not, but (laughs) I still thought it right. And why I wasn't able to, and that was tricky, really, really tricky. And then feeling guilty for everything I had. I have this beautiful family with three kids and like, what's wrong with me? Why do I feel this way? So basically I started this big journey in 2013 of starting to reclaim my boundaries again, starting to speak up, starting to say, okay, this isn't okay. And still wobbling through all of that. I broke my ankle and it forced me to slow down three spots two surgeries, right leg, couldn't drive, couldn't walk, couldn't do anything for months. So basically you were forced to a screeching halt. You know, it's funny how sometimes you're just given that it's almost becomes a blessing and you don't realize it like some sort of event that forces you to either stop and slow down and you realize it's exactly what you needed. Exactly. And I was having these like thoughts of you need to slow down, like these, these intuitive hits of you need to slow down. So I really started my little journey there. And then in 2017, everything kind of came to a head, a beautiful head of reclamation of my body, of myself, of so many things. I fell into the School of Womanly Arts. The Me Too movement happened in there, a whole pile of things. I confronted my mother, haven't seen my stepfather since. I've done so, so much. But the bigger journey became going inwards, of doing the deep healing, of reconnecting to my body, releasing shame, of reclaiming all of these places that I'd been disempowered. And I continue now to do this work. And I've, I've worked with different coaching throughout the years and in many different forms. We didn't call it coaching, but I continue to then get certified in sex, love and relationships and tantric sex and female sexuality and all of these things and continue to show humans out there to speak their truth, to show up, to release this shame we have around our body and our sexuality, because if we can do that, we stop hiding. And my mother was doing honestly the best that she could, but she was also hiding and afraid. And we need to stop doing that. We need to stop doing that because I know this story is so many other humans out there. And I think when you when you hide, you're hiding everywhere. There isn't anywhere that you uh, feel safe to be vulnerable and put yourself out there, which I, really does come into your relationships at home, whether they are you know personal and platonic relationships or with your significant other or like work relationships and even just... I think a lot of this is about that relationship that we all have with ourselves. And we know as women, we are horrible at loving ourselves. We are so, so terrible about it and kind of wear the burnout as a badge of honor. Um, and that idea that we're, we just, we just have to push through and we're not necessarily worthy of, of kind of being in the flow. And I, I also love the idea of just even from a straight up business perspective, You know, I talk to people who want, they want to go into entrepreneurship and they're like, I don't have anything I have to offer. And everybody out there, if you've, if you have a life experience, you have something to offer. And, and I've, I've said this a couple of times on the podcast, but Robin Roberts said it when she had cancer and decided to be extremely open about the journey. You make your mess, your message. 
And mm. I love that you have found a way to take something ugly that really got subdued and pushed down for years, decades. 27 years. Yeah. And you are making it your message. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you for that. And look Thank at what you, you get to do for people is the other thing is the the work that there are resources for this, everybody, that you don't have to just be unhappy and, and disconnected from yourself. It won't be pre- it won't be pretty. There's a there's some ugliness in there to get through and get through and, and re-identify. But it's really beautiful on the other side. Yeah. And when you say ugliness, I want to come back to relationships in a minute. But when you say ugliness, yes, it feels scary right? Right before we say, oh, I have to do this, or I want to do this. But that is almost the hardest part is, is, is deciding the yes. Because as soon as we start to infuse pleasure and use this in our body and in our life, it becomes fun. We have the tools then to hold ourselves, to do the things that we want to do. We're going to have hard days, but we have the tools to move through them. And this goes for business, relationships, body, family, all of it. Well, and I was, um, as I mentioned, I was kind of doing some Kim Coffin stalking. There's a phrase, say that three times fast before we we came on. And, uh, and there was a phrase on the, on your website that we'll send everybody to in the show notes. And we'll, and I'll have you make sure you mention before, before we wrap up, but it, uh, it says being human is complicated, isn't it? Mm. And it's hard to navigate it alone. And when you've lost yourself somewhere along the way, it's really difficult to find your way back. But the reality is you can find your way back. You just need to arm yourselves with the tools and guidance to do so. Yes. I love it. And I think this is so true. I see I see this a lot in um, the professional side of life. And it's funny. People will come to me and they're like, I need, I think I need a life coach. I think I need a business coach or I think I need a career coach. And I'm like, you know, it's all, it's all the same. It's really just branding because life is career, career is life and business. It's, it, it is, it, relationships, it's all intertwined. But I see it a lot. I think a lot of times it manifests itself in like a career perspective because you do it so much. It becomes very obvious that like this isn't working. And it's like moms who are trying to um, come back into the workforce or, you know, people who've been laid off. They feel like they've lost their mojo or they've lost their confidence or just people who keep failing forward into different jobs with no intention or somebody like I'm sure you come across somebody who keeps failing forward with different relationships that aren't actually going anywhere. Um, lots of lots of correlations between dating and job searching. By the way, we could get into a whole hilarious conversation oh, yes. about that. But uh, what I lo- I really love to give people kind of practical advice and just food for thought. So what like where do you start with the tools and guidance? You know, what couple little tidbits of advice would would, would you give somebody who feels lost? And is trying to make that difficult just decision to begin clawing their way back. Yeah. First, you can't do it alone. It's so, so hard to do on our own. So, and that's another double-edged sword. Like we've been taught also to fear women. We've been like for women to fear women, right? We've been taught that we're competition. So there's another whole double edge in there of leaning in and asking another female group for support. So that can be really another thing to to work through that definitely comes up along the way. And to get in community, to start learning tools, to slow down, to come back into your body, to reconnect, to really find out what your truth is. We've been told for so many years how we're supposed to behave, how we're supposed to show up. This starts really, really young 
And the conditioning can be super, super heavy and hard. And all of a sudden we're in our thirties, forties, fifties, and we're doing things that if we really look at, we're like, yeah, maybe I don't believe in that. Who, where is this coming from? But I'm still showing up perfect. Perfectionism shows up in there. I'm still showing up overgiving. I'm still showing up being the good girl, all of these things. And I think social media, you said that in your story about how you just, you go through the motions and you put on the facade. I'm the good girl. I'm the good wife. I'm the good mom. I'm doing all the things. But what's that? Like, I always think about the movie Clueless, like from far away, she's look, it's a Monet from far away. It's beautiful, but up close, it's a hot mess. So if we get too close to ourselves, you realize that you are just putting up a front. And I, I, uh, I ride the social media. Like I, I just, I get on that whole thing, but it has not helped the kind of appearance situation that we already had a problem with to just put on a happy face, go about life and only put the good stuff on social. So everybody thinks you're doing great. Yeah. So that's another tip. Get into groups where there's real vulnerability. There's real awareness. There's real people showing up in body, in sex, in business, and just speaking their truth. And these are tools. Again, we're not taught this. So we need to learn how to do this. So oh, I have a fun little conversation to ask you. I want to help people figure out how they find these groups. And I'll use, I'll give you an example of how I found it. And then I would love your advice because I've, I found my support systems in some unexpected places. And I think you have to just put yourself out there and begin being in community in some way. And then you will attract the right people. Two and a half years ago, right before the pandemic, of course, started going to a CrossFit gym because a friend of mine invited me. And I was one of those like roll my eyes, had a thing about the whole stigma of CrossFit. This is ridiculous. And I loved, I actually fell in love with the physical aspect of, of being at CrossFit. The friend who invited me ended up moving. And over the course of the last like two years of being there, I, four of my best friends are from the gym. Mm. We work out and we sweat together at, at six o'clock every morning. And they are the most non-judgmental, supportive group of women I've ever found. And I would never have expected to meet them in my 40s. So there's my example of unexpected places to find amazing, supportive accountability and community. Kim, what would you tell people to do as a starting point there? Mm, there's a few things there because our 40s are a beautiful, beautiful time of we're in perimenopause, whether we know it or not. It's that 10 years, even more before menopause. And it's the time where we're like, don't want to waste my time with those it's people so anymore. It's so true. I have way less Fs to give now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's a beautiful time to start and you can do it earlier, but depends what you're caught in. We're actually given those hormones that allow us to have children and do all the things and be the good girl and the mother and people pleasing. So we'll take care of the children. It's actually in there for a reason. So once we can start getting away from that, or even looking at every single period you have, if you're female identifying human, you're getting a mini female entrepreneur course and, and, and empowerment course every single month. That's the shit you don't want to deal with anymore. <laughs> so as we push towards the forties, definitely we start like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I would really say like, start really looking and evaluating at what you like and what you don't like. Uh, I like to use the word, what turns you on and what doesn't? Like, if I say, does that going to the gym at six in the morning turn you on? Like to me, I'm like, nope, <laughs> I will do it at 10 or 11 in the morning. So what makes you really feel good? What do you want? What do you want to do? Who do you want to hang out with? And 
At the same time, there can be levels of conditioning, layers and layers and layers that you're going to make little baby steps into groups. You're going to show up in different groups or show up at the gym. Um, you know, I have a group, Get Your Sexy Back, literally same business name, same group. You're going to start to show up and you're going to start to do things and then you're going to contract like your body's going to be like, oh, is this not, is this safe? And it's going right into our safety, love and belonging again. And you'll cultivate some safety and then you move forward and you show up again. But there's this ebb and this flow. And it's really nice to have some support along the way to celebrate you, to see. That's a huge tool as well. Celebration and bragging, which you'll see all across my groups and a bunch of the groups that we show up in. I learned it from Mama Gina School of the Arts years ago. I've been in her containers since 2017. And we don't celebrate enough of what we do and see what we do. So we can start to celebrate that we're showing up at the gym at 6 a.m. or 11 a.m., whatever it is. Just you showed up, period. These are huge things. Yeah. This, so we just need to start somewhere, get in community. If we don't find the right community, move to another one. There's so many different ones. And we need to allow ourselves to be vulnerable. But at the same time, that can be really, really hard to a nervous system. Anybody who's been through any trauma, anything, which honestly is all of us, we're talking little T traumas here of being bullied, being ganged up mm -hmm. on, you know, being with the mean girls or not in school, like there's all of this leads up into trauma. So we need to also practice grounding, regulating. Especially if you, yeah, how do you are counterbalance that either capital T or lower T trauma mm -hmm. and are more of an introverted personality, that could be like a huge shock to the nervous system. So how do you counterbalance that? The little T's are more detrimental to us. They are the paper cuts. They are ongoing over and over and over. So how to balance those is by doing like what I do is in practices. This is what I teach my clients to do. This is what everybody that I know in my circles do is constantly coming back into the body. Our body holds the score for everything that's ever happened in our life. It's not our brain. It's not this cute little brain telling us all these things. It's our body. Our brain can be like, I'm going to do this. Yes, yes, yes. And our body's like, can't do this. Like, no. It's so, true because you, it does manifest itself more into a physical reaction oftentimes. It is. 98% of everything in our emotions, in our fear, in our anytime we're scared, embarrassed, shamed is all held in our body. And that starts to show up. It's a mental game to back the body off the ledge, but a lot of it man manifests itself physically first. Yeah. And if we walk our body off the ledge and still jump, we can actually create more trauma in our body. So it is important to slow down. It is important to not blow our nervous system and to slow down and still do tools to regulate you and go as slow as your body wants to. So grounding and balancing practices, I think there's a free link and some of the links you're going to drop down in the show notes. So that's amazing practice to just coming home. Pleasure practices, all the different things, all different tools, breath work. There's so many tools, like so many that my brain's like clouded in how yeah. many and which database I want to pull from. There's like <laughs> hundreds and hundreds in my libraries that I teach and that I use on a regular basis, jade egg practices. All of these things allow us to slow down, get in touch with our emotions, our sensations, clear what we need to clear, release what we need to release so that we can go do all of these incredible things in business, in relationship, in everywhere in our life. And I think that the key there is whether it's getting out into community or adopting some of the you know grounding practices or both, you have to kind of 
A, ease into it. You don't have to go to 17 meetups and mops groups in one week. But also when it comes to kind of the tools piece, I think you have to try out a few things and figure out what's going to work for you as far as generating the results and the grounding that you're hoping to get, but also what you're going to kind of stick with and maintain. Yeah, absolutely. And when we're the the 17 groups was really cool. I wrote it down quickly because I'm like the 17 groups of, yes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this now. That's actually a trauma response. That's actually a stuck in the go, 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 go. Let's go. And so is a lot of business overworking, going all day, pushing hard, no pain, no gain. That is all trauma response. Uh, You gave me a perfect tee up. Kim, because we've talked a lot about just ourselves and every, you can't love anyone else until, and unless you love yourself. However, you just brought up the perfect segue into this idea that like, it's easy to just put your head down and grind, whether it is at work or as a mom or, oh my gosh, I'm going to go love myself. So I'm going to grind at loving myself. Working (laughs) out 24 hours a day. Exactly. How do you see that spilling over into kind of our love relationships and in home? Mm, Good question. So in Dating, it can look like, I'm going to use the word aggressive, but it's not quite the right word, but a really needy, a really needy relationship, which generally dissolves the relationship. I don't, not everybody's going to end up in a marriage or in a long-term relationship that way because most of the time they fall apart, right? But there's that needy, that energy that I need more, I need more. And a lot of the times one of the partners is going to disconnect or there's a a negative attachment going on there where they're both needy and feeding off that. So it can show up in a few different ways. It really depends on what dynamics actually at play there. And I think it's just a lot of this is awareness. So where are things going well? Where aren't they going well? And what is the common theme around things that aren't going well at home, at work, uh, in other family relationships? And a lot of that will then point internally to kind of a starting point. And you have, we're going to do a little shameless plug because you have a group and a resource to help people with this, the sacred pleasure membership, right? Yes, I do. Can I speak to going well for a moment? Of course you can. Because when things are going well too, I want you to check in and feel it might look like it's going well in the bank account or in the house or in the family, but if it's not feeling good in your body, that's what you want to pay attention to, right? So if you are, hey, I got all this you know, money, I got whatever in the bank account and business is going good, but I am exhausted. Oh, 100%. Right? Okay, cool. Uh-huh. I, I did that. that. I'll, I'll tell you my own story to that was in 2020 when everything, when the pandemic hit, business went through the roof and I was already kind of busy and getting to that point of thinking like, this is starting to get busy. And then overnight, it shot up and it was awesome to see a business grow three X inside of one year and have clients come out of the ear and looking at the deposits in the bank account and then go look at my calendar and realize I'm working 70 hours a week. I was talking to people on zoom 40 or 50 hours a week. And I was the shell of a human to the point that I would have one day off a week. And I would look at my husband, Jim and be like, I can't, like, I couldn't even think about even going fishing. I couldn't even put waders on to go stand in a river and not really be doing anything. And that's where you have to be careful of what are you sacrificing and is it really good or is it, you know, 
is it good on the surface, but wrecking things kind of inside? So yeah, I had to, I had to stop and pull back because I was like, I look back at work I did at that point in time. And I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? Because I wasn't thinking. And I was like, a sh- I was a shell of a human. I was giving everything I had to other people and also just the time factor. And what's that saying? You can't fill from an empty cup. So exactly. Absolutely. Right. So that's why we're filling our cup constantly. And honestly, pandemics, a major cup depleter. Major. That is aside from the rest of your life, from your business. It it just took away the whole damn cup. The whole damn cup's (laughs) on negative right now. Negative. So So it's important to fill your cup, which brings me to sacred pleasure membership. Yeah. It is so important to fill our cup. And that's why I've launched this membership. And it's like so incredible. It's only $44 a month right now. Like it's incredible. Oh, get in on that while it is <laughs> launching folks. This is why I'm doing this. What's the sales pitch for it? Yeah. So it's a perfect way to make pleasure, to make connection to you, to your body, to your sensual pleasure, to fill you up, to turn you on, to light you up so that you can go do everything that you want to do so that you can show up in your business so that you can show up in your relationship. So you can release this stuff that we're holding in our body and release the shame, release the conditioning so that we can heal. So it's a fully packed membership with like turn on and sensuality and reconnecting to your body, pleasure, really owning your sovereignty in your body and in your truth and really just feeling alive. It is for women and female identifying humans. I do also work with men, but this is specifically for women and female identifying humans who want to slow down, who want to up-level their pleasure, who want to feel good in all of these aspects. So there's two live calls every single month and there's a whole pile of other practices automatically added, added into the back end of the program. So you can use it however you want. You can show up for the lives. You can just do the recordings. But ultimately, you're having this library of on-demand practices that you can go to at any given time that you want to do everything we've been talking about today. If you're looking for a baby step, there you go. This is, is so yeah. cool. This is why I've done it. I, I love how you, um, the word, how you use the word turn on. Cause a lot of this doesn't necessarily have to mean sexual turn on. Like mm-hmm. I'll, a lot of times I'll ask people like what excites them, what lights them up. But I love the idea of like, what turns you on? It doesn't have to be necessarily in bed. So we're going to play a little game and find out some of the things that kind of get you excited or have been exciting in your life. It will give everybody out there a few more recommendations. So it's a game called rapid fire recommendations and it's never fast. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think we should, we need to call it. I think I say this every time, like it needs to be called like snail paste, rapid fire recommendations. <laughs> but, uh, so my first one for you is what's your most memorable travel destination? Mm, Italy. Why? I love Italy. I've been twice and I want to work there for two or three months of the year going forward. I already know that. Like I love Italy. I can relax there. I feel like home there. Like Mm, there's also another place. There's Alaska too. I like mountains as well. Mountains, I like yeah. both. Uh, I had a dream. So I grew up in an Italian family and um, had this dream of being able to like go live in Italy and immerse myself in like my heritage and culture. So I'll see you there one day. Ooh, yay. Give us a great book recommendation. Ooh, pussy. Reclamation, Mama Gina. That's going to be unlike any recommendation we've had and anyone we will get. And yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, what about a favorite movie? Ooh, Titanic came up there. Um, that one's still a favorite. Oh, D- Dirty Dancing. Mama, uh, what's the other one? Dirty Dancing. 
Yeah, those are all like I've seen Dirty Dancing over 40 times. Oh, these are the classics that when we all <laughs> used to have cable instead of streaming channels, if you came across them, you watched them at whatever point they were in. I mean, you can't ever see Dirty Dancing too much. No, I don't. I agree. I'm going to cycle between Justin Timberlake and like three of the like the songs that always come up in my head with Dirty Dancing all day long. I'm going to have a Kim Coffin soundtrack in my brain for the rest <laughs> of the day. Uh, if you're a podcaster, do you have a recommendation for us? Well, how about mine? Get your sexy back. Oh, <laughs> how about count? that? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And yours truly may just be on that one in a coming oh, no, episode. For sure, where, you for sure will. Where we will flip the conversation and just continue because this is this is really fun. And it's it's just so awesome to talk to really just be open about like how much overlap there is and and really how you can you can pay attention to one area of life and it'll improve everything. And of course, this is a show about Mondays. So what's the first word that comes to mind when I say Monday? Yay, because I used to hate Mondays. I used to hate going, you know, Sunday night, getting ready to go back to work on Monday morning. And now I'm like, yay, I love Mondays. Love, love, love. We started sending out an email called Combating the Sunday Scaries. And that's exactly why, <laughs> because people really have started like that dread and anxiety on Sunday evenings and takes like hours out of your weekend. What helped you? I'm going to put you on the spot. What helped flip the switch to going from dreading Mondays to loving Mondays? to coming home in my body, to finding my truth and doing what I love, doing what lights me up, doing what turns me on, no matter what anybody else says. There you go. Mic drop, folks. Kim Coffin. She's got great advice. If you're not tuning into what she's up to, you should be doing it. And as we wrap things up, by the way, Kim, I would like to, to give our listeners you know, some, some ways to find you track your journey. How do they find out about sacred pleasure membership? We'll stick all of this in show notes, but let everybody know right now in case they want to hop over, find the podcast, et cetera. How do we find you? Yeah. Get your sexy back.ca CA for Canada in case Woo-hoo! you, you know, we need love to go. Canada. What's CA? Yeah. So yeah, get your sexy back.ca has everything on it. Absolutely. And as we bring things home, there's lots of good, really practical advice throughout this. What's your number one, the gold nugget, best piece of advice on what everybody out there can do to get one step closer to, I usually say career satisfaction. I'm just going to say satisfaction, period. What can they do? Yeah. Trust your body. Trust your inner intuition. Trust the little whispers you're hearing that tell you you don't want to do that. Trust the things that tell you that, yeah, I do want to do that. I want to start this business. I want to let a partner go, bring a partner in, whatever it is, just trust yourself. I think that is a great ending message to all of this, because whether you are struggling with self-worth and confidence, you need to trust that instinct. Whether you are struggling in a relationship, you need to trust that instinct. I think that we're really good at quieting our intuition. And that's something that that I actually think we should be listening to loud and clear. So, and that's an excellent piece of advice as we wrap things up. Kim, this has been amazing. I feel like we could just have a like a four-hour really cool conversation about all things sex, love, relationships, career, and business. I'm so glad yep. that you were on the show. It's all all connected, all of it. And uh, and she and I are going to be connected because remember, go look up Get Your Sexy Back podcast because you're going to hear me on it soon. Thank you, Kim, for being part of our show and joining the No More Mondays. This is the No More Mondays movement. This has been amazing. Thank you. I appreciate you. And as always, we just love hearing from people who have not only successfully navigated their own kind of career and life crossroads, but Kim's out there helping other people do the same. And so there's some amazing advice here. I hope you're taking notes. I hope you're going to look at the membership. I hope you're going to listen to the podcast and use some of the awesome resources Kim has to help you be a whole person. 
so that you can show up and be there in a really authentic way at work and at home and in every aspect of your life. Thank you, Kim, for sharing your story and all this advice today. And for all of you out there, I would love for you to subscribe to the No More Mondays podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And leave us a five-star rating because it's a huge help as we continue to inspire competent professionals with great stories like Kim's. If you'd like to leave us comments, feedback, guest suggestions, or grab all the links and show notes from today's episode, visit us online at nomoremondays.info. Thanks for joining us for another episode of No More Mondays. Tune in next week as we bring you more insights and actions to help you improve your professional life and find career satisfaction. Don't forget... Visit us online at nomoremondays.info for all the details, show notes, and recommendations from this episode. No More Mondays, we drop new episodes every Wednesday. No More Mondays is brought to you by Career Benders, Inc. in partnership with executive producer Jane Durkee. For more information about career coaching, resume writing, personal branding, recruiting, and entrepreneurship coaching services, visit our website at careerbenders.com. 